Hey everybody, welcome back to the podcast. This week we're going to be talking about everything from Ben mourning over people who haven't even died yet, and myself mourning over my own spiritual walk and how things have gone, and yeah, so it's going to be a good episode. Stay tuned, episode 45. Yep, and these conversations that we're about to have are all based off of some negative experiences we had in church culture. We saw the dark side of it, and now we just want to talk about it. Enjoy. The dark side. The dark side. The dark side. All righty. Best, best intro ever. Best intro ever. <laughs> all right, we out here. We're back. We're live. We're live on Facebook right now, recording this episode. And uh, yeah, hope y'all's week. Y- your all's. Nope, y'all's week. <laughs> y'all's week. We're in Indiana. We can say it. Mm-hmm. I hope everyone's week's going well. I hope you're enjoying yourself. And, uh, you know, blessed be the fruit. Blessed be the fruit of the loom. <laughs> may, may comfort befall you in all your ventures. Yeah. Oh, that's so awesome. Well, Keith, it's good to be back. Yes. Uh, it's good to have it's good to have some consistency in the podcast to have been Ooh. we did one two weeks ago and now we're doing one now and if we can just keep that going, we'll avoid having another two month break. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Speaking for sure. Of, uh consistency, uh how about that intro, man? Oh yeah. D- Everyone, just so you know, if you think it's easy to record an intro to a podcast, you're probably right, but I challenge you to go do it. It's not as easy as you think no, it is. No, it's definitely it's not. not as easy as you think it I is. I think we just we probably did uh, close to 10 takes just now, <laughs> yeah, trying just to get all that in. Because we are very, <laughs> oh my I goodness. mean, I'd say that's a very capable skill level. If you're capable at a podcast, 10 takes is about right. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. If you're not, you might do 30 takes. I, I don't know. It makes me just uh, realize how bad I am at this, you know? <laughs> but like we said when I we... I have one line to repeat, and I can't do it right. <laughs> one but line. like we said, like we said when we started this whole thing, is the skill that we have is not podcasting or creating intros or audio engineering or equalization. I don't know what that is. But the skill that we have is that we have, uh, I don't know, just a whole lot of honesty and a mm-hmm. whole lot of experiences where, yeah, I mean, you always kind of feel ways, you know, in any kind of social circle you're in. But when we when you're in as deep of a church circle as we were and you start to feel ways and then all your feelings just get validated, basically, um, I don't know. It gives you a lot to talk about, and we're some really honest people. So that's the skill we have. Well, I mean, we've been talking for a year and a half now. Yeah. So I'd say we had quite a bit of ish to talk about. Yeah, (laughs) for sure. While we sip some sparkling cider. Yeah. Yeah. No, this is non-alcoholic tonight. People. This. This is from IKEA. This is this is some high dollar stuff Mm. right here. Right here. This, I went to Ikea the other day. If you've never been to Ikea and you live in the, you know, within 30 minutes of Fishers, you should definitely drive. Or if you have an Ikea near you. I went there once you, with Amanda. You should go. Yeah. It's totally worth it. It's like it's like Disney World for furniture. It's, that's, it is pretty cool. <laughs> it's the, Disney World that you get to go build your own coaster. Yeah. 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 Build your much. own coaster. 
It's it's like uh, that like uh, roller coaster, not like not like coffee table coaster. <laughs> <laughs> because when you're talking, I mean, that's definitely what I was thinking about. When, when you're when you're talking home furnishings, that's what my my mind went immediately to coffee table coaster. <laughs> <laughs> Some exciting stuff right here, guys. Yeah, yeah, no. Um, but IKEA is awesome. You should go check it out. Totally yeah. worth it. It's a good place to go on a date. You can just walk around and talk and look at interesting stuff. Yeah cool thing oh did you hear about there was a uh like an 80 year old man in ikea i think it was like a month ago he had a handgun in his yes. pocket did you hear about that yes i did yes, okay I did. so anyone who this has, was in our ikea like 20 yeah. minutes away from our house ikea so yeah there was an elderly man who had a handgun wasn't strapped down or anything just sitting in his pocket he took a nap on like a couch it fell out, and these two kids got a hold of it and just started shooting a couch. <laughs> I think there's only like one shot discharged, but still, uh, kids got a hold. Crazy. Kids got a hold Come of on, a gun man. and shot it. Like, gun was not secured. Yeah, like I'm all for you know people being able to have guns and stuff, but some people shouldn't have them. If you're uh, just gonna carry a gun in your pocket like that, come on, man. I, I kind of think now this is just me not to get super political because it's really easy to get political on a topic that's as charged as this one. Yeah. Uh, But like it should be at least as hard as getting a driver's license and keeping a driver's license to have a gun. Now, I know there's a lot of restrictions already in place for guns that keep us just about as safe as possible. But Mm -hmm. I think I personally think there could be just a little bit more. Um, There's just a lot of ways to go around it. Too. Like, for example, that old guy who let his gun fall into a couch and then some kids got a hold of it and shot it. Easily could have turned really, really bad. Yeah. Yeah. When someone exercises their freedom to drink alcohol and then drive their car, that puts a lot of people in danger. And therefore, you can have your license revoked for that. Exactly. You, you know what I mean? So, likewise, it should. I mean, we, should there, should, the same there should be some kind of restrictions for a guy who, like, messed up that bad, in my opinion. Yeah. Like, hey, Grandpa, we love you. You know what I mean? But you can't be carrying like, You can't be your taking pocket. your gun to Ikea if you're going to act like that. And I'm all, like I said before, I'm all for concealed carry. You know, I, yeah. think, I think people should be allowed, you know, for, with the right permits, be able to carry a gun in a safe manner. I'm yeah. all for that. I mean, I know people that do. Yeah, no, factually speaking, I mean, just to throw out some facts that I support, you know, like the Second Amendment and having guns and everything, Yeah. Uh, you are much more likely to have your life saved by a gun than to be shot by a gun if yeah. you remove all the statistics for, like, self-harm and suicide and stuff like that. It's when it comes to people that hurt people with guns on purpose or people that stop people, stop bad people with guns on purpose, the numbers far outweigh the, the yeah. homicide. You know what I mean? <clears throat> it's, it's much more likely that they would do good, but that's a topic for another that day. Got that got deep. We, we didn't, we didn't start this podcast talking about guns and you know, I promise we, I, we were not planning on I, talking. About I don't know. That. I hope, I mean, I genuinely hope that I was open-minded enough to appeal to enough uh, liberals and conservatives that we didn't lose any viewers just then. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, no, but it's good. Uh, yeah, let's just catch up for a minute. How you been, man? How's your last couple weeks? We haven't podcast. We did uh, D and D last week. Yep, D and D is good. Podcasting this week. Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, we live a very a, nerdy life. It's all good. I played on the worship team at oh. church for oh. the first time in a year and a half. I played bass. How was that? I got down with no. <laughs> yeah. I I really like playing bass, man. Yeah. And it's enjoyable. I feel like I'm involved in the service more. But it, it's kind of a big step because it's the first leading anything that I've done in a church yeah. since leaving Living Water. I have literally led nothing since I left my old church. Well, I mean, sorry, since I was asked to leave my old church. I haven't yeah. haven't done anything in leadership. So I think it's, it was like a it was like a jumping in. To, yeah. again for me you know what i mean like maybe just testing the waters but no i think i'm done testing the waters i think i'm ready to jump in that's what i'm doing yeah you've been you've been testing the waters for a while yeah like, i know right if i don't jump in now everybody's like cold, you're like crapper get off the pot you wuss <laughs> you know <laughs> so no i yeah yeah, yeah what were your uh in. what were your fears getting back up there were you kind of like afraid like leading people into worship again or i don't know just just afraid of becoming a means to an end, uh, like hey, you're good at bass, so we want you to play bass, but we don't want you to contribute. Yeah, type of thing. You know what I mean? Like the illusion of like, oh yeah, you're totally leading with us, and but not really because we're leading. And I don't know, just getting caught up in a web where, um, I don't well, know. It's, th- it's things easy. aren't things. The the relationships aren't genuine. Well, that that sucks. I don't want to be the guy who's like, no, our relationships are super good. And then all of a sudden I realize that my only value is what I have to give to your thing. Yeah. Not and, what and I. And those, those fears are uh, understandable, you know, considering what we came out of, mm-hmm. you know. And, and I think all of us, we're going to have some uh, PTSD to some degree for, <laughs> for a minute, you know. Spiritual PTSD. <laughs> No, so some people, man, like no, Katie, you, Katie right. friggin' dove right in. She's like, "All right, see you, living water. Where am I going to now? Yeah, where am I going? Who needs me? Who needs me?" Some of us were like, "I can't, I can't. I just keep seeing the flashing <laughs> lights and the." Not to downplay actual PTSD at all, but like, no, it's a it's no, a serious thing. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. But like the. It, the feet I don't know I wouldn't call it PTSD but I would definitely call it like trauma I mean post traumatic stress post traumatic church disorder post traumatic church mm, dude, disorder there's the title thanks title. I, I really needed that <laughs> I really needed that post <laughs> post traumatic church disorder <laughs> P- yeah no but PTCD. we're I'm 100% over that I'm done I'm yeah. done I I, wanna, I think I'm just done <sighs> Um, being afraid of stuff that may or may not actually be there. Uh-huh. Uh, I think that's, I think that's where I'm at. I think I'm ready to just jump in and like be pay, pay a lot of attention. If there's something wrong, then I'll recognize it up front instead of in hindsight this time, I think. Yeah. Yeah. But well, I think that. you'll be a lot more alert this time. Yeah, so. for sure. My eyes will be on the, yeah. I'll be evaluating everything as it goes. But so far, so good, man. That church seems really – I was talking to Joanna about this the yeah, other how's day. how's everyone else adjusting to it? Because I, I feel like I talked to you about it a lot. But, mm-hmm. I mean, Joanna, Josh, Katie – I know Katie Lynn's liking it a lot. Yeah, Josh, and Josh hasn't really come a lot. Uh, Ryan well, and Jenny are like – yeah, he's like always working. <clears throat> yeah, He's a hero of the workforce. He is. But uh, – Literally no. – Katie Lynn and Ryan and Jenny, they're all involved in ministries. Um, 
Mm-hmm. I think Joanna's starting to look for a place to get involved administratively. I'm oh, starting really? to get involved, yeah. That's so, a big step for her. Yeah, yeah. It's something she always wanted to do at uh, in previous church experiences, but that was already a paid position held by a member of the pastor's family. So. Mm-hmm. But I can't even really say that. That's like an unfair indictment because Amanda was involved with administrative stuff at the other church, so it wasn't just... Mm, to an extent. Yeah. I mean, she, like, helped out a little bit, but... <clears throat> no, but, uh, yeah, I, I'm thinking about... Remember remember the house church from, like, a year ago? Yeah. I think I might do that again. Start at the house church? I think I might try to do a house church. Oh, really? And this church is totally behind it. In the form See, of that's just awesome like a small because, group. Because that's what you were wanting to do from the get-go. Heck yeah, dude. And I'm just really, I'm still passionate about doing that. I've had so many people, and I don't know, maybe they'll hear this podcast, but I've had so many people that are just not church people that like have uh, the last person that you would think that would go to church Yeah. say to me at work, like, dude, if you ever started a church, I would totally come. I'm like... Well, that just makes it worth it to start a church right there. Like, yeah, that's all I need. That's all the motivation I need. Well, I feel like when you when you tried to start your church last time, it was kind of out of like, I've got to do something. I'm not part of that church anymore. So now we, what yeah. are we doing? We've got to. And, and I was, feel like it was like a, a an attempt out of all of us to try and keep everyone together. Yeah, it, it was, was like a, hey, if we don't if we don't do something, then. I feel We're like all gonna drift. I have like the utmost respect for everyone involved. I mean, like I was involved, so I can't. I, mean, I don't mean to say anything bad about the first go around on the house church, but I feel like it was it was like more of a refugee camp than it was it a was. mission. You know yeah. what I mean? It was like sick and wounded over here. We'll care for each other. We'll survive this. We'll weather the storm. Yeah, more than it was like let's go somewhere. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. We just never really went anywhere with the house church. It was just like, I mean, I was, will say uh, us. We, we were very understanding with each other though. I, I, 100%. I, mean, I feel like I, even with the divide where it was like, all right, some of us are going to go start a church and some of us aren't going. It was like super chill with all that stuff. So we did a really good job of loving each other. Yeah. I mean, I will say that as the, the house church that I, that we were all involved in before we did a really good job of loving each other. Yeah. Um, I don't think it was really ever built to last, so to speak, the way that it was set up. Yeah. But I mean, we attempted it just, but we just, I mean, and that's fine. That's totally fine. Mm -hmm. It was just a bunch of people who got hurt by a church continuing to love each other with the love of Christ and continuing to accept one another and bind up each other's wounds. And, oh, you know, it sounds a whole lot like church. And then we almost killed each other. It, uh, <laughs> no, it I wouldn't say that. We did it have some pretty. Bad. I loved our heated conversations. That one time we talked about universalism, that was great. Yeah, that was. I loved that. I well, sorry. Let me rephrase this. I didn't love that people got upset, but I really in church in a church setting, I really like it when people get super passionate about how their opinion is different than mine. And if we can still just love each other afterwards, like when someone's like, yeah. no, that's not how it is because think about this. Are you serious? How could you think that way? And I'm like, I don't know. I just, I think like this because of this. And we have an honest evaluating conversation inside of a church circle. Dang, dude. I just feel yeah. so good. 
that's what I think church should be. Uh, maybe not Sunday morning church, but I think there needs to be an aspect of church that involves that. Yeah. Serious discussion, disagreement, and seeking out of the truth. I mean, that could be kind of like your house church thing. Yeah. Yeah, so, no, I mean, I, mean, I have a feeling. Cool. I might come to that every once in a while. Hey, dude, I'm totally down. I don't know what it would be. I mean, because my focus for the house church, if I do one, it's not going to be to serve church people. Yeah. It's going to be the opposite. I mean, I'm going to make a, a small group that is specifically designed to be a comfortable, free environment where mm-hmm. I know that all the churches say, like, come as you are, blah, blah, blah. But that's like, we know that's BS. They don't really. Yeah. If, if you do come as you are, they're like, oh, oh, can you just say those swear words a little quieter? Can you? <laughs> You kind of smell like alcohol. Can you go wash off in the back? Come as you are until you start getting involved. Yeah. No. <laughs> and then you have to be someone else. Yeah. That's one one thing I never understood about, yeah. like, just Christianity in general. It's it's that whole come as you are yeah. until you're a Christian. And then you got to change everything about yourself, and now you got to be someone different. And I understand, like, there are certain things that in your life that have to change. Mm-hmm. I get that. Your demeanor, your attitude, and... There probably are certain things that you probably shouldn't do anymore, for sure. <clears throat> things that aren't beneficial yeah. for you. But that whole idea of like, all right, well, now that you're a Christian, you can't wear those metal T-shirts anymore. You can't cuss anymore. Don't don't grab that cigarette or the bottle because Jesus doesn't like that. And go put yeah. on your... Uh, plaid button down shirts and put your comb over on and we'll see you Sunday. Put your comb over on. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no, but I, I know what you're saying is that people, they step way out of line a lot of times with churches and that's why it's hard to get involved is because you can't get your real life involved. You have to like, as you're involved, you have to like, Welcome to the, the more the more involved you get, the more you have to hide yep. about yourself unfortunate yeah but true so yeah so but we're out of that situation now i'm in a, it's a new year it's a new year yeah it's a new life yeah. for me no <laughs> um yeah so i think i'm just gonna try and start a house church that's like super chill nice, super low budget super yeah just as real as i can possibly make it so that it's interesting to people that wouldn't normally be interested in church. See, that's cool, man, because, you know, there's still a lot of aspects of church that, like, don't get me wrong, I really, I enjoyed visiting you guys, yeah, and yeah. It, it was cool, No, lay even though down. you weren't there. Be, be blatant. Tell <laughs> me everything, Keith. I mean, there are just still a lot of aspects of church, man, that kind of pushed me away. I just didn't. I, like immediately walking in there, I just felt like every person in the room, like staring at me, like, "Oh, you're coming back next week, right? Oh, here, blah 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 blah, get involved." But and I, I don't know, like, and just not even that, but the feel of church still kind of like, yeah, okay. just a little bit. It's just kind of that's like, fair. Do you think that that feeling? Awkward. Do you think that that feeling? I don't know. Was was something that those people could have communicated to you? I don't think so. I think it's just a cultural divide. And I don't blame that on them. They're just, most of them are old people. No, no, no. I mean, like, that feeling that you had of, like, 
you coming back next Sunday? I mean, did anyone communicate that to you, or was that something like that... come back next Sunday? Yeah, there's a few people that did. Okay, it's like hope we see you next Sunday. Mm-hmm. Right on. That's totally yeah. Fair. We literally had like five people come up to us like. This isn't our regular pastor, just so you know. Like, I feel <laughs> bad for the guy because I thought he did a good job, man. Like, That's if you're so listening funny. to this, dude, you did you That's so you did a good funny. job, That's all right? Just terrible. <laughs> Literally, like look, every old person look, walked up to me and they're like, on. "Look, that's not our regular pastor." I promise he's uh, better. You know, hey, look, man, they're old people. You got to give them a little bit of room, uh, but like. Even the old people at the church, I love them. Like they're they're really nice, but like that just goes to show some old mindsets of like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, if this service isn't great, they're not going to come back. And exactly. That that's dang it. Why those young people have to visit today? <laughs> oh, of all days, we have our different pastor. Oh no, you know. But that that shouldn't have anything to do with it. You know exactly. what I mean? Like exactly. if if the pastor gets up there and is like, oh. <sighs> Got to poop. Sorry. Be right back. You know what I mean? Like, if that happens, I don't know. I, I, the, the thing for me, that wouldn't be the thing. As a young – to all the old people that are listening, if you are listening, yes, it's not the service that's going to make me come back. I'm a, I'm a young person in my 20s, and I'm telling you that it's not the service or the music that's going to make me come back. Not even the preaching that's going to make me come back. It's the how much I believe that you just genuinely are willing to love me for me. And if you can communicate mm-hmm. that, the service can be pretty garbage. And I would still yeah. come back because I'm letting you know me and a lot of other people that are in their 20s don't have a lot of people that are just willing to believe in them because they love them. Well, I think we're reaching a divide in the church right now where I think a lot of younger people are really just looking for something real. Like the whole mega church thing is kind of played out, right? I mean, for young people, I think we're kind of over that. Like, yeah. we don't want to go to a rock concert. I would rather if I have yeah. to, if the thing that's making me interested in church is the rock concert aspect of it. That's just like so enjoyable and like it's so relatable. And I can go to a much more relatable place that's a lot more fun. And it's not in the morning on Sundays. It's like on Friday night and Saturday night. I can go to a concert mm-hmm. with thousands of people. Not have any responsibility to look any kind of way, and drink beer instead and just of coffee. drink beer Come instead on. of coffee, and I can just be natural. <laughs> look, 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 look! Serve beer at your churches, and I will be there. I think there's no, a little bit far. of. A, I think no, no, no. See, that's the thing is, it's not too far. It's just the old people that I was talking to just then. They are freaking out right now because of what you just said. All the young people out there. You know what? I'm just going to come out and say it. If I started a church, I'm not going to serve beer, but if you want to bring some, that's okay with me. I don't want you to get drunk at the church that I'm going to start, but if you want to have a beer, that doesn't bother me in any way, shape, or form. Honestly, I probably wouldn't drink a beer at a service, but... If they were offering and everyone was cool with it, I mean, maybe. Yeah. I'm just saying, like... Possibly. But but the... I'm trying to... Ease, ease the older crowd in. You can't just yeah. go right out there with like beer during service. You're gonna turn them off. No, no beer bongs. <laughs> no beer bongs. Oh, <laughs> I was really hoping for that. I don't think that's something that even at my beer church I would have beer bongs. <laughs> that's just asking for trouble. Um, 
Well, it's like communion, you know? No, it's not. No, it's, <laughs> it's not. Like, <laughs> it's not. But like for you, for you, for you. That is not Beer in remembrance com- of him. Okay, that is not. Beer bong communion. That's not what that's about. <laughs> Beer bong communion. We are communion. off somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but I, I don't know. Sorry, I got off on a church tangent, but I'm really passionate about that stuff. Is that like. Yeah. We don't want a rock concert on Sunday morning where we have to dress up and act nice mm. when we could have a rock concert on Friday night when I'm not tired. I don't have to dress up and, and I can lit. do whatever I want to do. You know, it's much more comfortable for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you don't have to feel judged. You don't have to. Yeah, that's not the thing that people are looking for. <laughs> it's not a great service. The great service yeah. doesn't bring. Uh, sorry, maybe it brings in people, but it's not bringing in the whole generation of people that are like me that are going to need a little bit more than rock concert appeal or like great preaching, great worship, great intro, great way you dim the lights when the music gets slow. I'm going to need more than that. I need people that just are willing to believe in me, even though I'm 27 and weird. Yeah. That's what I need. Yeah. So I think we need to find a way to bridge that divide, you know, I'm, I'm going to try it. I'm going to start a church in my house, and we'll see how it goes. Yeah. I mean, because that's what we're looking for, something real. I mean, yeah, boy. I, you know, I'm still a Christian. I still believe. There's a lot of things that I'm just not sure about, but I'm still a Christian. But it, it's really, it's, it is tough for me trying to go back to church. Like, I don't, <laughs> I, can, you I, know, I, it, I can understand why. It's, like, not built for our generation most of the time. Yeah. So... Anyways, what did we actually come here to talk about today? Uh, I think you what you were just talking about your your spiritual walk and where you're at. Oh yeah, let's talk about that. Yeah, let's just yeah. lay it out on the table, Keith. Let's just get real honest here. Let's empty those emotional pockets. Um, <laughs> might have a couple pennies in here. Oh no, that's my spiritual pocket. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh yeah. So where where you at, bro? So tell, tell me. Don't tell the podcast. This yeah. is just me and you. Go away. See you later, Go guys. Away. Hold on. Yeah. Block that out. What's <laughs> up, Keith? So. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've been thinking a lot about. Well, not even a lot. I started thinking last night about. <clears throat> I couldn't sleep, so I was just laying there, mm-hmm. and I was just thinking, like, uh, you know, where did this kind of like. Uh, anti-church kind of atmosphere really kick into me and at some points it's even been almost like anti-god in general or like anti-creation in general i've gone through those phases as well where i then there are still a lot of evolutionary things that make a ton of sense totally agree with that that are could be like way believable yeah um and i'm you know i'm still weighing out everything but i would still consider myself a christian Mm -hmm. even if i got to the point where i did believe in evolution i still don't think that that rules out god in any way yeah dude i I go back and forth between evolution and creationism like uh on like a monthly basis yeah because because i don't think it doesn't make a whole it doesn't matter to me i mean we're all here and i think the source is the same he's all powerful unless evolution is true that's not God can do evolution if he wants to. <laughs> the yeah. fact that you're like, you're not allowed to do that, God. 
that that makes you weird. Yeah. God can do whatever he wants to do, son. Yeah. So I was uh, just uh, laying there thinking about, you know, where this whole change occurred in me. And yeah, I've always thought it was when I left the church, mm-hmm. to be honest. Like, So but, when you say change, you mean like the shift from like fervent, no matter what, I will always believe this to yeah. what do I even really, do I even really believe in Jesus? Yeah. And like that like shift. A, yeah. Almost like a kind of like a negative tinge okay. is what it's almost felt like at some points for sure. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, cause I remember when I first left the church and I remember having that meeting with you, mm-hmm. like I invited you over and I was talking to you that I think it was like the day before, yeah. the day before we left the church. I feel like that's where the podcast was conceived, not born, but conceived. Yeah. <laughs> right there between me and you and my living room. <laughs> conceived it in conversation <laughs> not not what, what's the word copulation <laughs> I, don't even, I don't even know that was a word <laughs> I don't, it might not be google it but uh yeah i mean i remember talking to you and you know my whole purpose for leaving the church is just i just didn't feel it there and i didn't like what was going on obviously um and it was because I wanted to follow God that I yeah. was leaving the church. Yes. So, I totally, I felt the exact same way. I felt like it was like a charge in the right direction towards God to leave. Yeah, yeah. I didn't feel like it was like, yeah, screw God and screw church. Exactly. I'm out of here. Exactly. But that's what it morphed into mm-hmm. at some point. And so I was just laying in bed last night trying to like, like where where did that happen? Like where was that change? And I think for me, um, and I can't speak for anyone else. Yeah. And I don't know if you ever went through a point like that. I don't I'm waiting. I'll let you know. <laughs> but for me, I feel like what really sparked that in me is when I stopped seeking like God, I stopped seeking like Jesus and like trying to get closer to him. And I was more, uh, what's the word I'm like pessimistic yeah I just became more pessimistic about it all and I was like trying to find answers and I was so focused on finding answers for all these questions that I had that I wasn't man that has got that lag is so bad that was like five minutes ago uh, it's Facebook live it'll be Facebook cool. sucks dude oh my Dude, like Keith, I would no Twitch. I don't have like a two second. If you leave me hanging on this emotional cliff, <laughs> okay, I am I am needing to know where, where what's happening. Facebook, fix your stuff. Okay, right. sorry. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> yeah. so uh, yeah, um, so sorry. you became pessimistic about it all. Yeah, because I feel like I was searching more for answers than I was for God, mm-hmm. and. I don't really have anything deeper than that, but that's just kind of where I feel like it kind of took like a bad turn for me. Yeah. Because I was so, I was so pushed away, not just by how the church treated me in that moment, but how they continued to treat me afterward as well. Yeah. And just how, how everything went down that it kind of like pushed me away. And I was like, well, none of this can be real then. None of this can be right. Yeah. So I just started to doubt literally everything even things that i said i would never like i remember the first 
what was it like the third podcast that we did mm-hmm. where I was like, yeah, then there are things I will never question, but I mean, let, we're just here to talk about church. And then like, what was it like <laughs> this podcast got 30 episodes? Yeah. 30 episodes <laughs> later. I'm like, guys, am I a Christian? Yeah, dude. Like my old self would have just slapped myself in the no, face. You no, the, it was like it was like a progression of like, am I a Christian? And then you're like, am I an atheist? And you're <laughs> like, whoa. So we, I mean, you ran the whole gambit, man. Yeah. To be real, so so that's how you evaluated where you were at, and like you went back and dug through it, and yeah, seeking God, seeking answers more than you seek God is. I don't know, man. It's a horrible it's, angle it's, in my hair. <laughs> freaking right. love you right now. <laughs> no. Seeking God less than you're seeking answers. I don't if you're if you are a Christian and you start seeking answers more than you're seeking God, I mean, I you you have to expect a change. You know what I mean? Like if you don't yeah. if you don't keep filling up that tank keep working on that relationship just like with your marriage or any other relationship if you don't put investment into it i mean it's gonna just naturally deflate yeah i mean that's why i mean common marriage device that you hear from anyone like anyone who's gone through marriage counseling is like at least go on a date night once a week so you just can invest and i would say the same thing like if you are really wanting to not be a christian but like have a like a relationship with God, like at least get real with them once a week, get yeah. messy with God. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Words of wise words of Ben get messy. No, no, no. You're talking about, uh, with people. Yeah. No, get, that was, that was a messy bad with people. I'm glad you brought that up. <laughs> <laughs> I've been waiting to talk about that for a while. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, I think, get uh, there and get messy. Yeah. What were some other? You used to say some weird stuff. I know, man. I want to go back and listen <laughs> to the early episodes of the podcast and find out. So, 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 yeah. Where are you? So, is what you're trying to say is that you would like to, from this point, invest more in that relationship? Or I would. You yeah. said you said where you went wrong. So, do you feel like yeah, you're, in a, you're not in a good space right now? No, no. I feel like I'm in a better space now than I was two months ago three months ago i mean that was probably one of the main reasons i didn't really push to keep the podcast going whenever you kind of like you know got busy with your life and stuff like that because i mean if you remember like because there had been times where you weren't like really like let's do it let's do it yeah yeah i was there were weekends where i'm like i don't know if keith texts me then i'll do it but if he doesn't text me i'm not gonna i don't care that the podcast doesn't happen Yeah, and and in those times I was really pushing the podcast because I was really excited about it. But when I got when I was getting like super pessimistic about it and uh, just really questioning everything of what I believed, then it just got to the point where I'm like, "Do I even want to be doing this? Like, what am I doing? I I don't know." And then I had to personally had to take a step back, and I even talked to Amanda and yeah. was telling her like, "You know, I need to. I think I need to take a break for." a minute and just to figure this crap out because i know i don't want to quit believing yeah so and i you know you see it time and time again that people will focus so much on what they don't believe that they 
push themselves away from everything they once knew was true. Dude, and that that's that right there, clip that. That's like that <laughs> is a true. Yeah. What did you just say? Can you say that again? I uh, people get so focused on what they don't believe that they push themselves away from everything they once knew was true. Whoa, that's deep. I think that's what I said. No, that's that's good. You get so yeah, focused yeah. on what you don't believe or disagree with that you just drift farther away from everything that you knew was true. Yeah. I, I could just say that five more times. I think that would be a that's a pretty rock solid point in the podcast. It's true, yeah. man, and true from a perspective of a guy who knows that it's true because you're there. You're saying that from a perspective of experience, yeah, not from a like intellectual. I studied the Bible and figured this out from a like, holy crap, man, look at my life kind of. <laughs> yeah, and we've both been there. Yeah, yeah, so. for sure. Where and the thing is, there's tons of people who have been there, and. For me, I feel like this is like a rebirthing of the podcast because we're going back to the roots of like why we started in the first place, you know? Yeah. Like the whole the whole goal of this podcast was not to create this debate, God versus evolution, because that's been going on for <laughs> thousands of years and I don't think it's yeah. going to go away anytime soon. Yeah. You know? And, mm-hmm. But what I do, what we did create this podcast for was to help people who are going through tough times figuring out what they think about church and stuff and yeah. how do we balance that how do we take what we know to be true and separate it from what's kind of just been jacked up yeah all the other stuff that doesn't yeah just just is bad about the church yeah yeah that's so so i'm not i'm not trying to keep digging at this point keith but like it. so Take away. What's up, Jay? Where, where are you at now? Like, are you, do you have plans to, like, yeah, I mean, like I said, like, dig I, deeper or, like, move closer to God? Or are you just, of course. Do, or do you feel like you're just more sober now in your pilgrimage? No, I want to move closer to God, obviously. Um, <clears throat> I mean, I was just asking because, like, I mean, I, that's not an unfair question based on conversations we've had. No, not eight, at all. M- months ago. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> hey, hey, guys. Uh, I don't know if I believe I, in God I don't anymore. Know if I, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm just. Uh, I'm not. Oh, try, I, I'm not trying to put you on the spot. That's just okay. legitimate <laughs> curiosity as a friend, like wanting to know where your brain's at. No, I am. I'm wanting to. Uh, yeah, for sure. Sweet. Move closer to God. I listened to that. Uh, I was listening to uh, Looking for a Savior. Oh, God. What a yeah, good album. I had that song on. Well, I had that one song. Oh, that just that on song. Replay, on replay on my way to work this morning and just listening to it over and over. I need to listen to that song. It's so and good. I've been, I've been like meditating for the majority of the day, just kind of like uh, just thinking, just doing a lot of deep thinking yeah. about stuff. And, you know, I, I do. I mean, I do want to get closer to God. I mean, I hope to eventually one day get involved in another church, and I don't know who knows. Maybe end up doing worship again. Who knows? But Whoa. I don't know. Whoa, because I do miss that. That's one thing I do miss. I miss I, worshiping with you, man. Those were some freaking great times, dude. We had some dope times. We was man. getting it, boy. Yeah, <laughs> we was getting it. Yeah, we had some good times, <laughs> and I loved it, man. I, yeah, I know. I feel like Little it was, did we know what was going on behind the curtain. No, I'm just kidding. I know, right? <laughs> but, I mean, I really enjoyed it, and I feel like 
it really gave music a purpose for me. Yeah. So that's that's probably the one thing I enjoyed more than anything about that time. Mm-hmm. But we can do a, talk about that some other time. But yeah, yeah, we don't have to get into all that. But long story short, yes, I would like to get closer to God again. Sick. And I'm okay saying that. And okay. Yeah, I'm still not rock solid on what I believe. But which is, which is fair. I'm not sure that I am either. I yeah, mean, I mean you're probably more solid than I am. Well, we're we're both on the same <laughs> pilgrims and prodigals journey. I'm yeah. definitely not. I have not arrived. Yeah, by any means. But my goal is to keep journeying. <laughs> so keep journeying. <laughs> The way you said that is so <laughs> awesome. You just sounded like, like, I don't know. I just imagine this really passionate 85-year-old man who's like, just go to <laughs> keep journey. I'm A.W. Tozer. <laughs> uh, keep Os- journeying. <laughs> My name's Oswald Chambers. <laughs> uh those were really great men of the faith, and I'm sure they did not sound like that, but that's <laughs> funny. That is oh, funny. <laughs> um, so, yeah. The thing that's been on my mind recently, and do you ever, like, get something in your brain and, like, you have to work it out? You're like, like, you have this thought that just happens and you have to, like, oh, every day. talk every day. to multiple people about it to, like, knead it out of your brain. Well, it's almost out. But uh, I was just like I, I've I took two days off last week, Friday and Saturday, to do yard work because I'm I'm extra grown up. I'm super adult, mm-hmm. so I took time off of work to do work in my yard. Hey, uh, props to you, man! And I'm cut over- down like fifty I- trees. Now, now these trees—they're not like full-size trees, but they're like as thick as your thumb trees in my backyard that I had to use a saw to cut down. Really? Yeah. And they're only in the fence line. So you have to get like right up against the fence and bend down and I've cut it at the root. I've been your house in so long. I know. Well, it's if you crazy. drive by my house, you'll see like a jungle sticking out of my trash cans. Like it's ridiculous. You need to do like at least one cookout before the summer's over. Dude, now that I did all this yard work, if I don't do a cookout, I'm going to enter depression. You're just okay. wasted. You wasted all that effort. All that time and energy is gone. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to develop some kind of condition <laughs> if we don't have cookouts after I did all that. Um, no, but I just, I had a lot of time with my headphones on full blast, mowing the yard, working the saw and weed eating and doing a man. Yeah. Doing a lot, doing a lot of manly stuff, (laughs) getting some sweat, no deodorant. I had a lot of time with the headphones cranked up and I was listening to, I listened to both the transatlanticism and plans album from death cab to cutie. Mm -hmm. I listened to that the whole way through and then started it over and then listened to that the whole way through again. So I listened to both albums twice. One second, I did something bad. No, you're good. I listened to both albums twice. And there's this one song that just sticks out way more than all the other songs. It's called What Sarah Said. And if you know who Death Cab for Cutie is, I highly recommend you go listen to the song. It's extremely depressing and really sad. It's about losing someone who's really close to you. Mm -hmm. Um, And there's lyrics in the song that are like... Um, 
each descending peak. It's oh, sorry. Let me let me set the stage here. Guys in an ICU with someone that he really really loves, and they're dying. And the, I mean, at the end of the story, you get the feeling that they're not going to get better, and they don't get better. They really die. But he says he's just like pondering his life as he sees, and the lyrics are um, as each descending peak on the lcd heart rate monitor each descending peak on the lcd took I like you a- that line dude. that was good yeah no it's super good lyrically but the line is each descending peak on the lcd took you a little farther away from me um and it's just a really real song about really losing somebody and it just like i just started i don't know i don't know if this is unhealthy i don't know if i have a problem some like sick morbid fascination with my own mortality or what it is but like yeah i just started thinking about like my dad <clears throat> and like what it would be like to be in the emergency room while he was dying or like my mom or my wife or my children i to mean like, i think everyone thinks about those things sometimes yeah it's a really deep and ugly thing to think about is just like what would it be like if i was totally alive watching someone that is literally a part of me physically uh watching them die and fade Mm -hmm. away from life and uh that was so deep i just like literally cried and then started the song over again and cried some more and like for for like a whole pass of my backyard just cried about people that haven't died at all but i like felt like i was really mourning them like i'd really lost them and it just brought a, a huge rush of thoughts to my head about like, man, I got to go hang out with my dad like today. Yeah. I want to shoot my mom a text and tell her how much I love her. And I, I just I thought about all the regrets that I would have in that waiting room if it was my son, my dad, my mom, my wife, any of those people in the ICU passing away. Yeah. And... You, th- that can do one of two things to a person. It can just like cripple them with anxiety to think about losing someone and spiral you in depress- into depression. But I feel like if you go to that dark place and you, co- the only way you, you can go there and come out victorious by thinking of all the things that you need to do to make that, to, to like um, somehow to resolve that mm-hmm. in your heart. You know what I mean? Like I can resolve losing someone as long as I, I mean, it's not going to not hurt if I ever lost my dad. It's not going to not hurt, but I could make it victorious instead of a defeat. You know what I mean? If I really communicated how much I loved him or my mom or my wife or anybody, you know what I mean? As long as I'm on great terms and it's just so sobering to think about yeah. losing someone in a really re- real sense of just being completely helpless to save their life. They're just gone. They disappear and they're gone forever. It's really sobering and it can yeah. be a good thing. I'm not trying to like be super depressing on no, the podcast. You're, you're, I, I'm not trying to, to be, uh, yeah, I'm not trying to be super depressing, but like if you really hurt, like you lost someone who you didn't lose and and after you're done hurting, you have the opportunity to go and make that relationship the way that you wish that it would be when they pass away. That's a super, super, super healthy way 
to live your life. Like there's a ton of songs about losing someone. There's a lot of songs about like, you know, that uh, super cheesy, but super true song. Uh, it's a country song. Um, live like you were dying. It's like, I went skydiving. Sky I went, dude, yeah, yeah, yeah. there's a reason that song is so popular is because humans are all going to die. It's a really scary thing. It's a really painful thing, especially when it's not you that dies, but it's someone that you care about. But God dang it, like you, if you right now sober up, think about that and hurt like you're losing the person, that relationship is going to get better. Yeah. I mean, I I don't know. That's just where, that's where I've been at is that that relation, I I just want to like freaking, I just want to go love people. Like, you know what's crazy is like you could take uh, like two people who are like the same relationship, the same closeness to one person mm-hmm. that passes away. And just regardless of how they interacted with that person differently will determine how they deal after they pass. Like you can take one person, maybe one person was like super close and everything was all gravy you know, everything was good. They were perfect. They were, you know, knew they were loved, stuff like that. Yeah. So to them, it's, you know, it still sucks, but it's like, you know, what can you do? They passed away, you grieve it, you deal with it, and then you have peace about yeah. it. But then on the other hand, you could have someone who, you know, didn't treat that relationship the right way or, you know, didn't end on good terms, which that would be the scariest thing for me in the world. Like if my dad passed away and we weren't on good terms, it's like I never have a chance to yeah to render that yeah and that's why it's I I don't know that's why I like this thought of mourning people that aren't gone because it keeps you I don't know in a good way like it keeps you vigilant of keeping the relationship on good terms like nothing whenever you're in the hospital and someone's passing away nothing was so bad that you couldn't forgive them nothing was so bad that you wouldn't just do anything to repair the relationship in that moment. So if you live like that on a regular basis, nothing is too hard to get over because you're living like you're going to lose the person. You know what I mean? There's even a stressful way to live though. Don't you think? I mean, maybe I don't, I can't tell you this is completely healthy. I just been having a really good (laughs) week. Eventually they'd be like, shut up. I'm alive. Okay. Get over it. Yeah, well, I'm going to be happy when they die. I'm going to be like, man, I'm so glad I just spent every moment loving that person like I was going to lose them. Yeah. You know that the freaking, is that Megan Trainer has a song that says, I'm going to love you like I'm going to lose you? You know? Yeah. It, I, I and I'm going to love you. Uh-huh. I, I, I can't song. sing, but. I don't know who sings it, though. I don't know if it's Megan Trainer or not. But, like, God dang it, man. I'm going to love the people in my life like I'm going to lose them because I will. Mm-hmm. And that's like a, a, a sick reality that motivates people to love. I, I, I don't know. Maybe I can be, I might be sick in the head. Maybe I'm morbidly, you know, no, obsessed you hear something. with this. But like, I, I don't know, man. I just like, I'm going to go home and I'm going to hug my kids. Yeah. No, I had, <laughs> I had kind of like a morbid dream the other night. So yeah. uh, it was me, Amanda bunch of other people. I don't remember who was there. I, re- I just remember she was there. And we were like, 
a bunch of people had like captured us and we were like trying to escape whoa but they were like hunting us down for some reason and no 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 yeah it was uh i don't remember who all was there but we were like in this camp and it was like demoralizing the way they were like ruining people's lives Mm -hmm. like taking like and it's kind of like how the world does you know like not the world as in like the secular non-christian world but like the (laughs) world like the yeah you know the world is tough yeah live in a tough world Mm -hmm. how it can take someone who is like outgoing so resilient and then totally just destroy them yeah if you let it you're totally right yeah but i mean anyways example robin williams yeah so full of light dude yeah so full of joy but poor guy life life will f you up (laughs) if you let it no matter who you are but it was like uh so we were we were about to escape and like the main guy was like trying to hunt us down or whatever and i ended up getting getting him on the ground and in my dream i actually killed him and it was like the strangest feeling in the world because it was like instant regret like i just stabbed the guy to death but at the same time it's like i just protected the people i love Mm -hmm. and in a way it was like i'm sorry that i just did this but in another way it's like i'm not sorry i did this and it's like i I think about like what i would do like for my family and for like the people around me that i care about and to like just help people like i would do anything to help the people in my life that i care about yeah maybe not to the extent that i would you know stab someone in the heart you know if it came down to it and i can tell you in that that moment it was like i would stab someone in the heart if they were trying to end the life of my wife or my kids exactly i'm sorry i have guns in my house for a reason i'm not sorry that i killed you i'm sorry that you made these choices that forced my hand yeah (laughs) exactly but I don't know, I just think it's tough, man. No, oh. yeah. I mean, death as a whole is, I mean, just being real, like, from a non-Christian perspective here is that uh, I think that a lot of the world just sees, like, religion as a way for people to cope with the fact that death is really tough. I just happen to believe that they're right. You know what I mean? That like it yeah. is a way to deal with death that's really tough, but it's true. You know, yeah. you know, you know what I mean? It's it yeah. it does provide me comfort because it's real. Mm-hmm. That's what I believe about Jesus. That's so I had to make that extra churchy to kind of transition from saying I mean, like, if you say the word non Christian, you have to transition to ending the sentence with Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> and if you say worldly, you have to clarify what you're talking about. <laughs> you can't just go saying worldly and non Christian. That's 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 not good. Oh, no, um, not around these parts. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess my charge to you guys listening to the podcast, uh, you can take what you want from that whole thing I said about mourning people that aren't dead. I mean, I'm gonna keep doing me. You keep doing you. But please, please, don't let the strongest love that you have for someone only appear when they're on their deathbed. That's all I'm saying is don't let the strongest love you have for someone wait until they're on their deathbed and it's too late. Don't wait for the strongest love to come out at the funeral. Let that love happen right now. If you have a mom, a father, a brother, a sister, a child, a spouse that you love dearly, 
let the strongest love that you have for them be today, tomorrow, and the day after because you don't know how long you have them in your life. So don't fall into the trap of loving them at the, loving them at the highest level only when they're gone. Don't fall into the trap of you don't know what you got till it's gone. Don't do it. Know what you have. Love mm-hmm. it. Enjoy it. Amen. Be blessed. And on that note, we don't have an actual offering bucket, but I will give you my PayPal account, and you can just yeah. We're not even classy. Into that. We, we are not classy enough to have a Patreon. We just literally have a PayPal account. Go to Twitch and donate. That we're gonna yeah we'll split it. Yeah, and and I'm gonna hold Keith to that. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. might or or it. not. You know what I mean? It's not about the money. I'm a follower <laughs> of Jesus. Keith can get all the money. <laughs> on that note. Yep, on yep, that yep. Note, it's, I don't know, Keith. I think I'm good, man. I think I, think I yeah. sorry, I didn't mean to hit the table. That's probably in the podcast. 57 minutes long. Look, at this is professional. We almost are straight at an hour. Right there, dude. Yeah, but if we keep talking like this, just about random stuff, we will yeah. be. We I mean, will. what do you think about candles? Uh, oh, shout out. Uh, if you're someone mm. who buys candles, make sure you buy them from Glad Tidings Church for our, for the fundraiser. fundraiser. They're not more expensive than the good candles you would be buying already, and half the money goes to uh, the new van that we're going to get to pick up people from rough neighborhoods to bring them to church and let them be rough at church. Where's the other half of the money go to? Uh, the candles. Oh. <laughs> I think. I mean, maybe it goes to pastors. To I don't know. I don't <laughs> goes know. To pastors. I don't know. <laughs> There's just a fund that just says pastors. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they just have the network. I don't know. No, but uh, yeah, I don't, that was a random shout out. Uh, I don't think we're going to be able to stretch it to an hour. No. I don't think there's any reason to do that. There's not. I'm self-confident enough to end my podcast on an mm. odd-numbered minute even. Odd number second. Odd number right. Odd out. number minute and odd number second. I don't care how how uh, symmetrical any of this is. You hear that? Crap, I can't. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, this is this is Ben and Keith signing off. Programs and Prodigals. You have a great night, everybody. May you See enjoy ya. yourselves. May you enjoy the ones you love. And uh, don't stab people. Don't stab people. <laughs> And also, uh, also, uh, church, uh, God isn't that bad. He's pretty cool. Church, uh, God (laughs) isn't that bad. I'm going to get a tattoo that says church, uh, God isn't that bad. It's not that bad. And it's going to say like hashtag pilgrims and prodigals. Oh, dude. Uh, I'll bet people in this next generation are going to have hashtag tattoos. Okay. Sorry. I'm going to stop talking. I'm going to stop talking. (laughs) All right. Go to iTunes. Uh, You can't review at Google Play for some reason. But go to iTunes. uh, Give us a review, all that stuff. Hit us up on Facebook, on all the other stuff. Email us at pilgrimsandprodigals at gmail.com if you have a topic you want to hear. Anything else, Ben, before we... We yeah. outie. Yeah, uh, I'm I'm in charge of the Facebook page for Pilgrims and Prodigals, and so I'm going to be sharing this podcast, the link to this podcast. If you're listening to Ew. it, if you're listening to it, and you're still listening to it right now, you must really love us because that was a whole lot of BS that we just talked about. We you meant it get all. To that hour mark. Yeah, we, 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 it was a whole lot of stuff we just talked about. So if you're still listening, mm-hmm. thank you. We love you. You must care. And that means something to me. But if you listen to it 
Not me. If you listen to the whole thing, I also encourage you to, it takes two seconds to just hit the like button or share the podcast link to your Facebook wall. And it really helps us out a lot. So just something for you to consider. Not saying you have to do that. Not put any kind of spiritual pressure or fire and brimstone on you. I mean, that's if you feel that, that's all you. That's that's God, not me. I'm not putting that on you. I'm not putting that on you. I'm not doing that. So get, Keith's putting it on you. But just give us a quick like and share the podcast. It helps us out a lot. Thank you guys so much. You have a fantastic nice. Nice? You have a fantastic nice and yeah. peace off. Peace, peace off. off.